So in this episode, we're going to talk about polymorphic associations and what they are. So I've got a movie database with films and actors, and I want to add comments to both of them. So when you click on a movie, you should be able to see comments down here. And when you click on actors, you should be able to see comments underneath their profile as well. And, uh, you know, if we were to just do this normally, we would probably add comments and then we would have like a film ID and that would be an integer and then we'd have like an actor ID and that would be an integer. Then we'd have a belongs to a film and belongs to an actor and so on. Um, but that's not actually how we want to do this. We want to use this comment model a little bit more generically so we don't have to specify each and every individual association between the two. And luckily for us, Rails provides polymorphic associations. So what these do is you can create a generic association, like in this case, uh, imageable. And when you belongs to an imageable thing, you can say polymorphic is true. And that lets you say that employees can have many pictures and products can have many pictures. And they share the same association, this imageable uh, type. So we can make comments also polymorphic and we'll just make our things that we want to comment on commentable. So let's go and do that here. So we can add the commentable type and this will be a string. So Rails is going to store film in here or actor, just a string of film or actor. And then to know which record it's going to uh, be associated with, it will be the commentable ID. So we'll combine the two to join the association and look up the record and it will also assign both of those when you assign the commentable to the comment. So we'll also add our regular user ID and our uh, body for the comment, which will be text. And we can run migrate to add these to our app and open up our text editor and we can go into the film and uh, oops I've got an old uh, vim file there uh, so here we can add belongs to or rather has many comments as commentable and we can copy this line and do the same thing in our actor model and actors have many comments as commentable. So then in our comment.rb, we say that this belongs to a commentable object and it's going to be a polymorphic association. So we'll set polymorphic to true. And this is going to allow us to just basically assign uh, comments to commentable uh, or, or films or objects like that to commentable on a comment. And so we can run our Rails console here and we can say the first film, let's look up its comments and you'll see that when it queries for it, it, it plugs in the commentable ID is one because it's the first film and then film is the uh, type searched against the commentable type. So Rails automatically handles uh, filling out these two columns instead of just the single one, uh, the single ID like it normally does. So that's really nifty for us. So here we can just say, like if we want to create a comment in the uh, inside the controller, or the console here, I'm sorry, we can either do it through the association 
or we can do it directly through building a new comment and we can say let's create a new comment where the commentable object is the first film and we're going to just leave the user ID blank for now and the body will be testing and when we create that you can see that it does the same thing inserts the commentable uh, attributes there and now when we grab the first film comments we receive this comment back so it's properly associated and this is the way that you probably want to test most of your associations in the console um, because it's a lot less work to make sure they're correct than trying to do that in your rails app immediately so if we go into our films and we go into uh, their show view here we can say h3 comments and we can go through each of the film comments and we can just print them out so I'm going to do them inside of uh, bootstrap wells uh, just so that we can see them separated out and you can print out the comment body so now that we save that and we can refresh our movie database page for the matrix we can see that there is comment there so now we have a working polymorphic association and we can go do the same thing in our console to create a comment for the first actor so this past time I created the comment here by doing our signing commentable and if we do it the other way around with actor dot first dot comments dot create this will automatically set the commentable for us and here we just need to say body is whatever so if we create that it does the same thing it set the body but then it also automatically set the commentable type to actor and the ID to one because it's the first actor um, so now we can refresh this page and of course we don't get to see the comments um, but we want to have the same like generic uh, comments section there. So how are we going to go do that? Well, we can actually pull this into a um, comments thing. Uh, we'll make it a partial and we'll render the partial for comments. Uh, let's do comments slash comments. So then we're going to add a local variable here. And this is going to be commentable and this time we're gonna pass in the film and then we'll delete this and I'm gonna split the view so you can see how this is going to work together we'll add app views comments I need to create the directory first so we'll create the app views comments directory and then inside of there we'll create a comments partial that will be used for the comment commentable objects so we'll render the exact same comments view for every different type. So the reason why we passed in the commentable local variable into this partial is because we can take at film and uh, pass that in and use commentable here. And then that means that we can take the same render partial and go into the actors show action and paste that in but this time we pass an actor instead and we never have to change our partial for the comments and it will properly work so we are going to use the exact same partial we'll pass in the different commentable object it will look at that object's 
comments and display them. So we have the exact same view, same code, it's reused in both places, and it's just really, really flexible. So that's nifty. And uh, that is basic, uh, basically the simplest way that you can get comments shared across multiple things. So we can add users. So if users have a profile of their favorite movies or whatever, we could add comments to that or lists or anything like that. Um, if you even wanted individual pictures to have comments, you could do that as well. And all you would have to do is have this line and replace the object here that's commentable and this partial will magically work for you. All right, now you're probably thinking that's cool and all, but how do I actually make these connected and put in the controllers and all of that? There's a lot of uh, a lot of work left to do, right? Well, um, the way that I designed it actually turns out that it's not too much work to implement controllers to handle this. So uh, going to our actors show action, what if we just render a partial uh, and it's called comment slash form? And we do the same thing here. So we have commentable uh, as our local variable here. And we take this and then we save it and we go to films, films show. And we do the same thing. And so this way we can render a form that uh, is for a commentable object. So then that way we can use the same form and reuse it between the two. And then hopefully we'll be able to design our routes to separate the two out and uh, share all of that code magically between them. So now that we have this, we actually need to go create that comments form. So I'm gonna add the app views comments underscore form.html.erb. And inside here, we can create a regular form for, but this time we're gonna use a square bracket to create an array. And we're gonna pass in the commentable and the new comment uh, that we wanna create. So uh, this is going to generate an interesting form for us. So what it's going to do is make a post request when commentable is a film, it's going to go to slash film slash one slash comments. But if you have uh, an actor passed in, it's going to go to actor slash one slash comments. So this is nifty. It's going to pass into two separate controllers. Those controllers can set the commentable first. Um, and then we can have a generic uh, create action that will just add the new comment to that commentable. So this is uh, an interesting way of structuring your controller and you don't have to do that. You could use uh, you know, the, the uh, generic comments controller and then that could have the comments for that and it could be just generic and then you could add the uh, comment.new and then uh, in a hidden field here you could put in your f.hidden field commentable type is and the value could be uh, film. You could do that if you wanted but uh, the way that I want to design this uh, I think you'll find interesting in separating out your controllers. So we're, we're going to create a div class of form group. And here we'll have our f.text area for the body. And we'll have a class of form control. And the placeholder will be at a comment. Close that. And then we'll also have the submit button. And that will have a class of button 
oops, uh, button and button primary. Since out of our routes, we have our resources for actors and films, and uh, the typical way you'll see a lot of people do this is add resources for comments. So this is going to have to deal with all the different things of like, what is the commentable thing, and do we redirect to different locations afterwards, and all of that. Um, I don't want to deal with that, and I actually would like our code in the file structure to represent that actors have comments and films have comments and have that kind of run through our application. So what we're going to do is we're going to add a resources comments to the resources actors as a nested route, and that will be what will wire up the uh, form that we just created. And then we're going to add the module as actors. So this is going to go to the actors comments controller and we'll do the same thing for films. So we'll have comments and we'll have a module of films as well. So this is going to go to the films comments controller. So before creating these individual actors comments controller and the films comments controller, let's actually create a generic one in our app controllers comments controller.rb file. So here we're going to add a class of comments controller and it's going to inherit from application controller. We're going to want to make sure that before the action, the users uh, well, we require is for device it's authenticate user <laughs> sorry and then we'll do the create action and here we're gonna set the at comment equals at commentable dot comments dot new and we're gonna have the comment params and the reason why we're gonna do that is we're gonna set the user manually um, to the current user and then we'll save the comment and redirect them to at commentable with a notice saying um, or comment was successfully posted. So we need to create the private method for comment params. We can do that by saying params.require comment permit and we're just gonna need to permit the body because commentable will get set uh, beforehand and we if you were going to do this uh, generic controller and accept the hidden fields you could do the commentable type and ID and then we could save this and so uh, because we're setting it up this way we have made this generic controller but never anywhere did we set commentable and the reason for that is because now we can uh, split this window and go edit the comments controllers that are specific to films and actors. So up top here, if we add edit the app uh, controllers, films, comments, controller, we can start creating this. So we can have the films, since it's uh, the module is films, we have to put the module in the class here, and it's going to be the comments controller. But instead of inheriting from application controller, we can inherit from comments controller. So doing this allows us to inherit this create and con uh, comment params methods into this one and then we can set our before action to set commentable. So here we can create a private method 
uh, set commentable and at commentable is going to equal the film dot find and we're going to have the params film ID in there. So this will automatically set our uh, commentable object to the film before the create action gets called which is inherited and uh, all of this kind of like flows now and this form submit will talk to this controller which then sets the commentable object and then it goes to the comments controller for the create action creates a new one sets the user saves it and then redirects you back so this doesn't really have much in it but all of the stuff that's very specific to film comments such as setting the commentable film is there it's very easy for anybody to jump in and understand that and they can see that really there's not much custom logic for film comments and if there ever becomes that we're already sort of ready so uh, Devise takes a very similar approach in, in the way that you override their controllers. If you've ever dove into that, you can sort of override just the actions and the pieces of functionality that you need to override. And I think that's pretty useful for making a, a very like clean controller like this. So now we can edit the actors controller and do the same thing for their comments. So now we can edit the app controllers actors comments controller.rb and I'm just going to paste in the exact same code we had for films and we'll take this uh, film replace it with actor we'll take film ID and we'll replace it with actor ID and we'll take this and reply or replace with actors. So both of these controllers now um, have a little bit of duplication, but in a sense, it's a good piece to duplicate because if you start to move this out so that it's a little bit more flexible, well, um, one of the problems with creating those hidden fields and permitting content or commentable type and ID is that, well, anybody could submit in other data. This is not automatically gonna be handled by Rails and protected. Uh, unless you do it this way with the specific URLs for it. So that's a, a good reason to do this. And you can also update these find actions to, uh, you know, add in can can or pundit so that a user can only edit actors or films that, uh, or comment on them that are publishable or the ones that they're allowed to do. So you can add in permissions on a model by model basis on the comment section. So you may or may not need to do that, but you're already kind of set up and ready to go for it. So let's check this out in our application. So we're back here and I refreshed the page on the matrix and we've got our new add a comment here. And the moment of truth, uh, we'll just say, I love this movie, create the comment and there you go. I love this movie and the comment was created. So that is all uh, functional and you know that it's posting to the right film uh, because it showed up there but we can verify that by scrolling down into our logs and see the started post to films comments it was processed by the films uh, comments controller create action and it inserted into the uh, comments table so that means that it had to have gone into the generic comments controller so uh, that has properly worked and we can test it on actors as well. Um, and he was really good in the matrix. 
So if we create this comment, we should see that it's saved here as well. And there's no way for us to like edit this HTML and uh, pass in like a hidden field that says like, well, we're gonna comment in here, but let's actually send it over somewhere else. So if anyone's trying to do some malicious things to your comments, uh, it's already sort of set up to handle those things appropriately as, as it should. So one thing that I don't think a lot of people uh, put much attention in is actually viewing your Rails application as a, a, like a piece and, and a design piece of your architecture of your app. So the way this works is that we have to duplicate those routes each time and have the comments controller uh, duplicated each time, but that's not a bad thing. So if you look at our controllers folder, we have actors, we have comments, and we have films. And that gives us a good higher level overview of it. But now we can dive into just actors and we can see the actors have comments. So if we're just browsing these folders in our Rails application, we can actually get an idea of what functionality belongs to films and what belongs to actors just by looking at the files that exist and where they exist. Now, if you didn't do that, then you wouldn't have these folders and you wouldn't have the comments controllers inside of them. You would just have comments controller here. And if you glanced at that, so, um, you know, imagine these two don't exist. Then if you just glanced at your Rails app, you would see that you have actors, comments, and films, but you don't really know where the comments belong to. So, this structure allows us to actually visualize that just from looking at the Rails app. So I think that's a very important piece of functionality and that's why Rails is designed with the assets, controllers, helpers, mailers, models, and views. This is an important piece of your application for someone new to jump in or for you in six months to return to the app and really just in a moment's notice remember everything that it did. So uh, that's something to definitely take uh, into account when you're designing the way your applications work. Same thing goes with views. You can see that there's comments, but if you go into films, you don't actually know that there's, there's comments there. So that's the example or the counter example to doing this. Um, because you want these views to be uh, generic, you want to actually set this up and you don't, you don't need to reuse the or, or copy this comments uh, partial into each of the actors and films folders because actually that's quite a bit of stuff. You These are organized in a different manner than uh, the actual Rails application itself. So internally in the views folder, you want stuff just specific to actors to be in there, just specific to comments to be in its own thing. So, um, I hope that's useful. It's definitely an interesting level of looking at an application's design that most people don't go into. So I hope that was helpful for you and there's a billion different ways to do this. So by all means, take this with a grain of salt. See if you like the structure or not. And uh, as your application grows, determine if, okay, is this useful for me or not? So hopefully that is something that uh, sparks an idea in your mind and you can apply that to better designing your own Rails applications.